Welcome to the Second Success Podcast by Dr. Rakesh Rana, the Clear Coach. Getting clear on the mindset for repeatable success. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Second Success Podcast with me, Dr. Rakesh Rana, the Clear Coach. And on this week's episode, we will have my good friend, Hayley Palmer. She's a TV presenter and we're going to hear about how she went from being a bored office worker to realising that she wanted to do more, to go on and find herself a radio gig and then move on to presenting her own TV shows. We're going to hear about the mindset she uses to achieve these successes and more on Hayley shortly. So I'm hoping everybody had an enjoyable Christmas and took part in the festivities of eating and opening presents. As this particular episode was recorded just before Christmas, I'm not quite sure what I'm going to be receiving for Christmas presents though, but I am looking forward to them. Earlier this month I did have my birthday, so I did receive some good presents then. And one present I was very happy about was my new Kindle Oasis reader. Some of you may know that I'm quite an avid reader and and have a lot of books around, and I seem to be struggling for space for them. So it seemed a good idea to go electronic. As much as I love holding a book and flipping through the pages, I think it seemed a little bit more practical to get them onto a device. I mean, in the past, I've read books on my mobile phone, but I've just found them too uncomfortable to read. But I must admit, this Kindle Oasis reader is a revelation. So if you're an avid reader, I would wholly recommend one. But it's an interesting question, though. I mean, if you read books, do you prefer to read them on an electronic device or do you prefer them in print? Or actually, do you prefer them via Audible? Do drop me a line as I'd love to know. And in regards to books, if you think that it would be interesting for me to be talking about books that I have read and my take on them, please do let me know, because I'd be more than happy to try and provide some further value on these podcasts. And if you don't already, please do remember to follow and subscribe to this podcast on your favourite podcast streaming platform. So now on to my guest for this week, Hayley Palmer. Hayley started out her career in radio at Voice FM and quickly moved to presenting the Drive Time show on Vibe 107.6, Her passion for radio shined through, which secured her hosting a three-hour show on Love Sport Radio and presenting the showbiz news. Her talent was picked up by Sky TV, where she currently presents an 80s music show on Primetime Saturday Night, where guests have included my favourites from my teenage years, including Kim Wilde, Toya Wilcox and Bucks Fizz, and a weekly chat show called At Home with Hayley, where guests have included Duncan Jones, Courtney Act and Lady Colin Campbell, and also which was recently voted in Closer Magazine's Top 20 Shows of the Week. Hayley's natural and warm persona has landed her to host prestigious events such as Live at Television Centre, National Film Awards, an evening with Carter Savoy, an interview at the National Television Awards and the Dancing on Ice launch. Hayley also writes a weekly entertainment column for Revive magazine. Hayley is co-presenting a new show called That Was Then, This Is Now, a reboot of Top of the Pops with broadcaster Mike Reed and producer Mike Stock of Stockhaken and Waterman. Let's hear what Hayley had to say. Hello Hayley and welcome to the Second Success Podcast. Hello, thank you so much for having me here, it's an absolute pleasure. Brilliant, do you know what, I'm going to be so self-conscious of how I talk now because I'm with a bona fide radio and TV (laughs) presenter. (laughs) No, you've got a great speaking voice and uh, trust me, uh, you know, hours of practicing just talking uh, kind of, Mm. you know, comes naturally now. (laughs) No, I must admit, I'm, I'm quite conscious of how I do talk. In a previous podcast, I mentioned that I, I did go through some vocal co- co- vocal coaching because I was quite conscious of the speed and ums and ahs. So I try and yeah. reduce it and try and be a bit more, um, uh, let's say. Uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I, I want to be able to talk better so that people can understand me better rather than having to repeat myself. Anyway. 
Well, I just had my lunch, so I'm on top form. Bring it on. <laughs> Brilliant. So, Hayley, when we met, you were working on radio. You were a radio presenter. And to me, I was like, wow, here's a lady, you know, on the radio, successful. I remember speaking to you at the time and you had some great aspirations to achieve and do even more. So, you know, you've taken success from working in a job uh, to doing uh, work in IT for ITV as, a, as, an, as an apprentice, as an intern, and then, you know, having your own radio show. And, you know, I was fortunate enough to, I was fortunate enough to get onto a radio show with you and work with you with uh, Love Sport Radio last year, which was uh, yeah. fantastic. And now you've got two shows, TV shows on Sky. You've got a, a YouTube pay-per-view tv series that was then this is now which we're going to come on to but really what i want the listeners to really get from today is the success mindset that you've had you know i know you're a driven individual but let's go back let's go back to what you used to do and what got you there first of all yeah well thank you first of all for letting me come on and speak about this because i wish i knew the information that i'm going to say today I wish I knew that a couple of years ago because I went into this industry having no idea. Trust me, I I didn't know what I'd let myself in for. And I can remember starting out in radio and just thinking, wow, it's so exciting. And I knew it was the right thing for me. You know, when you just go into a job and you're like, this is what I want to do. And I remember Mm -hmm. just sitting in the radio chair and just being like, I don't want to move. Like, how can I work here? How can I gain experience? Who can I shadow? just let me in. (laughs) And um, that's how it all started. But I realized looking back, that although I was driven a couple of years Mm. ago, I didn't really understand my mindset. I didn't really understand how it works. I was just sort of going along and hoping for the best, just sort of waking Mm. up and, oh, yeah, I'll go and do that. And oh, yeah, I'd like to do that today. But my whole routine now is so different. And I really believe that mindset is Mm. the key to in fact I know it is and I study other people I watch how other people have done it I think that's Mm. the key really if you're someone that has got to where you've got you've just Mm. got to join the dots together and work out how they got there you can do it as well I believe you can do anything you want Mm. but you've got to put in the work and you've got to have the right attitude of course so you know you say you've developed the mindset over these past two years However, anybody looking in from the outside would would have seen a successful person even then, two, three years ago. And so getting to that point, what got you there? Was that just your own hard work, determination just to do something with your life? What was it that actually got you to that first level of success, let's say? Yeah, I mean, when I started at my community radio station, again, I knew I loved it. And I thought, well, where can I go from here? And everyone said to me, Mm -hmm. oh, the industry is so tough. And I thought, well, yeah, I know it's tough, but there's got to be some way because how have other people done it? Mm. So I've always looked for opportunities. And still today, I've set myself my action plans, uh, which I know you've helped me with before, you know, setting your actions every day. Um, So let's take 10 actions towards your dream, even if that is a little email to someone, a follow up to someone, Mm -hmm. um, just pushing yourself maybe to contact someone in the industry, just those little bits small wins every day are mm-hmm. going to add up to something great and on my notice board I've actually got um <laughs> it's actually so funny a, a little chart mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm a child and I've got um my little small wins and little stickers that I actually give myself because I know those little small wins are going to yeah. build up to something big and I can see what's happened just from 
taking those small actions every single day. Of course, it's all about compound interest in the end. It's these little daily habits that mount up. I mean, it's like anything. If you eat, you know, every, you know, you say, I'll, I'll have this one little chocolate bar, but you do that every day, you soon find that you're out of shape, you're unfit. Uh, and it's these little yes. things, so they can add up in a bad way or they can add up in a very positive way as well, which you're, you're obviously experiencing yourself. I just have learned that you have to take the action. No one is going to come and knock on your door and give you a dream mm. presenting role. You can easily be forgotten about tomorrow. So mm. you have to put yourself out there. And when I say take action, I don't mean just a little bit here or there when you mm -hmm. suddenly feel inspired. It's those days when you're feeling rubbish and you wake up and you think, oh, you know, can I do it? And you have to get yourself into a point of positivity to take yeah. the action, even when you don't feel like it. And there, the bits mm -hmm. that are then going to move you forward in your career. I always say this to people that, you know, that's when it counts. It's the days when you're not feeling it and then you need to carry out the action. Yeah. However, you know, you do it, you've experienced it. How do you then feel once you've actually carried out that action when you really didn't feel like it in the morning? What's your what's your frame of mind once you've actually then carried out that action? Yeah, see, that's the thing. I think it's the thinking about it, because when you actually do it, mm. you feel great. Like even for me, I write a column uh, for a magazine and mm -hmm. I'm not a natural writer. I'm more of a talker. And I think, oh, oh God, I better do that later. I better do that later. Actually, when I get started... I don't want to stop I'm thinking oh it's quite therapeutic and I'm really enjoying it so it's you know when you start taking the actions and you know if you are taking 10 actions a day I yeah. only expect to get one response out of that and I don't care mm -hmm. because no one else knows that I've done nine other actions but I've got one small win and that's mm. the one that's going to set me forward you've got to accept rejection everyone gets rejection I used to take it personally um, mm. but now I don't care I'm just <laughs> like well you know what because you're you are suited to something you know you might be not suited to one radio station but you might be perfect for something else so and I just believe that I always say rejection is God's protection because you're not meant to go down that route there's something else there but you've got to take the action you've got to drive it forward you can't just sit back and watch um you know neighbors and hope for the best <laughs> of course I do like that saying rejection is God's protection is the first time I've heard that one I'll have to memorize that one yeah, it's so true, isn't it? Because things happen all the time. And, you know, and I have my heart set on things loads. And mm. I'm like, oh, why'd that happen? But then, you know, a couple of weeks later, you can see the dots join. Oh, actually, of that course. door's opened. And just go through it and, and give everything you've got. Like, I think a lot of people, you know, and I was the same. You just kind of mm. float through life. Now, I don't wake up thinking it's an accident. I, I've already prepped what I'm going to do the day before. So when I wake up, I feel rubbish. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, who am I? What's my name? And then I'm like, look at my list. And I go, right, I've set myself my three actions. Let's do it. And then I know yeah. that by getting up at like five, six o'clock in the morning, mm. I know that I've already taken action before my day started. I've already had that head start on other people because I've got mm. up that bit earlier. And I, I, know, I used to be an evening person. Trust me. Mm -hmm. I used to party every night. <laughs> I still have a good party, don't get me wrong, when we're allowed. And, you know, I'd get up at 11 o'clock and then yeah. before you know it, I'd have an afternoon nap. And just, you know, that's fine. That's fine. But if you want your dream, if mm. you really want something, then, like I said, you've got to go after it. Exactly. You can't be lying in bed dreaming that it's going to happen or hoping it's going to happen. You've got to get out of bed and actually do some action. And yeah. That's important. Exactly. It's like saying, oh, you know, I'm rubbish at songwriting. Well, yeah, I probably am. But if I spent every single day... Mm. 10 hours a day 
practicing songwriting then this time next year I'm going to be great at songwriting so you can do any like anything you want I think well that's it they say you can master anything you just need 10,000 hours of deliberate practice and that's what it is it's just practice in the end very conscious in you know in recent times also particularly in lockdown about my uh, thoughts and about my words that I use as well because Mm. You can talk yourself out of it. You can you can talk yourself out of your dream. You have days where you think, oh, you know, you look at other people and you think, oh, am I? Can I really do it? I'm, you mm. know, but but I, as soon as I am in that mindset, I literally have to do an emergency stop mm. and go. That what I'm saying there in my head is not going to take me anywhere towards where I need to be in my dream. So exactly. as soon as I start thinking negatively, I stop mm. it. And apparently it's 90 seconds if you start repeating something positively to yourself. Mm-hmm. And then because your brain can't think of something negative and something positive at the same time. So exactly. once you're so once you're doing the positive and then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm back on form, back on form. <laughs> that's what and that's what you need to do. It is about reframing the language we talk about ourselves and, and our not our problems, but our challenges and uh and that's it. You you know you, you you look at a you look at something as a problem. It becomes very defeatist. You see it as a challenge, and you see it as something that you need to overcome. So your mind starts thinking. It starts thinking of possibilities and possible actionable steps that then you can use. One thing I wanted to ask you. So you know you you've had this journey in the radio. You know in the radio, which great. You know you you you've been a fantastic DJ. And the one thing I guess that always struck me. You are a personality, you know, as in you are very sociable, bubbly. You love being around people. So being cooped up in a radio cubicle, let's call it. I've seen them. They're quite small and dingy, or they can be. I never <laughs> thought that would be for you because, you know, you've got to you've got to spread out. And you did. You, you went on to TV. So how did that transition happen? How did the transition go from radio to TV? Yeah, I mean, I never felt like that on radio I actually always felt really warm inside and that mm. if I can kind of get just, you know, one person's listening even, <laughs> then great. And you're getting a message to someone. Then brilliant. You know, I never felt like that. I really felt mm. always like really at home. Well, that's good then. Uh, that proved yeah. me wrong completely. So that's fine. That's yeah. good then. It's my no. perception. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did a work placement at ITV, mm. um, which was a great opportunity. I can remember going into ITV and they sat me at a desk and I know they won't mind me saying this, but I sat there and they put me behind a spreadsheet and they went, oh, just do this for the week or something. And I thought, oh, no, 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 I don't want to sit behind a computer. So I went up to the big boss and I said to him, oh, do you know what? Is there any way I could go to this morning or loose women tomorrow? And he was like, "Mm, I'll see what I can do. And everyone said, I can't believe you just said that. I said, well, I'm here for free. And yeah. I want to get as much experience as I can. Anyway, the next day they went to me, oh, Hayley, you're going down to this morning. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, yes. And I went down and I watched the Holly and Phil. And then I got to watch Lisa Men. And I sat there and I just thought, I am so close to this. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, when you're like, it, mm. it's doable. I know it might mm. seem crazy to some people, but you just yeah. sat there and you're like, well, I'm sat here watching this and you know, how on earth am I going to make this happen? This is a big dream, but how can I get there? You know, so then I started to think, oh, as much as I love radio, I always thought TV was a really hard one to crack. I kind of think it's, they're both tough, to be honest. Mm. Um, We're a tough industry. But um, then I went for a job interview at um, a station, Keep It Country, which is now Mm -hmm. Spotlight TV, where I am. 
And I went along to the audition with my co-presenter at the time. And I, <laughs> I remember it was, um, like I say, a country music channel. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't know what I was talking about. And I was kind of blagging it. I've got to admit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't get the job. And that was okay because, yeah. you know, that wasn't meant to be. And literally it was about six months later, I got a call from the boss and he said, oh, we've yeah. got this idea. We've got an 80s music show we're thinking of yeah. doing. Would you be up for presenting it? And I was like, I mean, you, I'd totally forgotten about this channel. I just thought that yeah. was it. But you never know. You never know when. It, yeah, It's about relationships, you know, isn't it? Yeah. It is. It's, it's who you meet along. It's, it's who you meet along that journey in life. I find it's I always I always say to people, you know, there's the book, The Celestine Prophecy, and it it talks about that we meet everybody in our life for a reason. It doesn't matter who it is. It could be momentary, but there's a purpose to it. But if we only stop sometimes or or wonder how can we be of value to them or them to us, uh, we we would be in a better place. And so therefore, I always think that no matter who I meet in life, something can happen here, even if even the first time you think that it might not. It's got nothing to do with your career or your life or whatever. There's always something that can happen. There could be a piece of knowledge that you could both share. And then, you know, when you've seen it, you've seen it happen for yourself, I guess. Well, yeah. So something like that, that you just think, well, who's that calling me? Like, well, you know, I had to stop and think, oh, wow. Okay. But then that was a great opportunity because from Mm. that, I was like, right, okay, I've got an 80s show here. Like, what can Mm. I do with this? Like, how far can I take this? And, you know, it just started off just, uh, you know, playing out the music. And that was great because I was gaining as much experience because that's a little bit daunting, obviously going Mm -hmm. from radio to suddenly being in front of a camera and making Mm -hmm. it seem natural. Honestly, it's harder than it looks. (laughs) I'm I'm sure it is. um, I I find it tough enough doing a podcast, to be honest, but uh, and this is pre-recorded. So, uh, you know, I can only imagine what you do in front of TV. So Exactly. So I started doing that and then I thought to myself, oh, wouldn't it be great if we could maybe get some guests to come on Mm. the show? And I just thought, can I do this? Can I make this happen? Yeah. And then from there, you know, it's just like a spiral effect when you get one guest and then yeah. more and more and more. And now, you know, we're getting to the level a year later, you know, I've got Paul Young on this weekend. I've got Nick Herschel mm. next weekend, Chesney the week after. You know, we've got the real great fantastic legends on the I, show. I mean, I've yeah. seen the growth of it. I mean, it's just been unbelievable. I mean, you know, you deserve all the credit because I know the hard work you've put into it. So, and this is the whole thing about... You know, people see this and think, wow, look at Hayley, she's putting this, she's with all these celebrities, these stars, you know, and they think, what a success you are. And again, this whole perceived notion of an overnight success, but it's not. You know, and I you know I've seen it firsthand as well, the, the actual hard work, the effort, what you've had to do for free as well. You know, all that, you know, especially, you know, going yeah. for work placement at ITV, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Nobody's seen any of that. All they see is, well, what they see now and what you present to them now, I guess. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, I've heard the saying, it takes 10 years to be an overnight success. You know, mm-hmm. I've done this in two years. Yeah. So I have yeah. done a lot in two years. Yeah. You know, I started quite late. I wonder if that was for a reason, because I don't think I would have had the confidence or the mm-hmm. mindset to be yeah. able to do what I do now. Um, yeah. But yeah, I totally agree. I think when you love it, mm-hmm. you're doing things for free. So you're going into a community radio station, you're going to a hospital yeah. radio station, you're getting work experience. But you're you've got a buzz because you're like oh wow this is brilliant and mm-hmm. aren't these people amazing so you're learning and you're there for a reason but 
I think if you didn't love it, then you wouldn't do it. So, yeah, you have to be a little cr- bit crazy to follow your dreams. <laughs> no, of course. Well, I've done it with my coaching. I remember when I started out, there'd be plenty I'd be doing. And, you know, I do it because I genuinely want to do it, genuinely care about the people I want to work with. And therefore, there's not that there's not always that expectation that it's got to be for a monetary value. Sometimes it's because you want to and you want to help people and you want to see them succeed. So yeah. no, I, I completely agree with you there. And it, it is uh, it is immense in that sense. So two shows on Sky. So, you know, that was um, the Memory Lane's 80s show. And then you've got the At Home with Hayley. Yeah. So At Home with Hayley. Yeah. It's a midweek chat show. Um, I have sort of guests like this week. I've got Darren Day, um, yeah. which is great. And, um, you know, I have people from soaps and, mm-hmm. you know, reality shows. So it's a different, you know, yeah. kind of target audience. But I just get to talk. So it's great. That brings us right up to now in, in terms of the real success that's happening right now. You're working with Mike Reed as a co-presenter on That Was Then, This Is Now, which is essentially it's a, 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 re, a, it's a reboot of Top of the Pops pay-per-view on YouTube, which is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, it's honestly, now I had to pinch myself with this. The first day on set of That Was Then, This Is Now, I just walked in and I had goosebumps because... I couldn't believe it was happening to little me. I was like, how, how am I doing this? And I just was in awe. Like the whole setup was exactly like Top of the Pop. So imagine being there at the stage and all like the crew and the backing dancers, backing singers. It was just magical. And I'd introduce the act. So I'd introduce like Chesney mm. or Sonia. And then I'd yep. be on the side of the stage, literally having a little party to myself because I was so excited. But I was trying to tone it down. I must admit, Hayley, I mean, I've, so I've, obviously I grew up with all these people during the 80s are listening to all their music for me it's been so nostalgic and watching it and you know Mike Reed there as well for you know seeing all of it it's just been brilliant and it's brought back so much yeah. memories for me and the fact is that you've oh. been firsthand and part of it it's almost like that you know that uh it's not no longer six degrees of separation it's like wow I, you know I know you you know all of these stars that I grew up watching admiring and singing along to it's just brilliant absolutely fantastic yeah it was just brilliant. I mean, to work with someone like Mike Stock from Stock Aiken mm. and Waterman, you know, I grew up listening to all of those songs. I can remember Too Many Broken Hearts, was my, Jason Donovan was my first single that I purchased, and, you know, with the Kylie and Sonia. Yep. Um, and to work with someone like Mike, who's absolutely top of his game, I am just taking in everything I can because look at their hit factory. They just, everything they touch turned to gold. They got hit after hit after hit. Mm. And I love that because I think, wow, how did they do that? You know, and it's, it's great to be part of a production like that where it's just first class. It was. It was fantastic. And I must admit, it's, you know, like I said, that, that it's almost like it's a whole new second success for Top of the Pops now and for these artists from the 80s. Admittedly, it's not as if they've stopped working, but just bringing and showcasing what they've done and, and are still doing. It's just brilliant to be able to see that second success again uh, and including your own, I guess. And let's get let's get down to it I guess so you've you know you've you've had success before you've got this success now what would you say are your three key attributes that you've taken from before to now what is it that's taking you along on this journey okay so first of all it's definitely my routine so before I was getting up 11 o'clock eating a load of rubbish and watching uh this morning in loose women and not doing anything but now <laughs> the alarm goes off at six o'clock and then it's early 
And then I do my um, meditation. I'm not great at meditating, by the way, but I make myself do it. So I do just 10 minutes of meditation. Yeah. I do my affirmation. So mm-hmm. whatever dream you want, you need to believe that it's already happened to you. So I repeat my affirmation. Sometimes I write them down. I do my gratitude list, everything I'm grateful for that morning. Um, I do my visualization. So I visualize mm-hmm. my dream. I have the feelings and emotions of it happening and mm-hmm. it can be crazy scenarios in your head sometimes but I I you know it's, that's what your brain's there for imagination and you know so I, I create the dream in my head mm. and then I listen to a positive YouTube video usually mm. someone like Eric Thomas or yeah. Tony Robbins or Bob Proctor and when you listen to those try and stay in bed <laughs> no 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 no. you'll be out you'll be out and you'll be working because they just like instantly lift you and I do that and then I go and do my morning exercise so I do okay. my uh I call it my mind gym and then my physical gym so you've got to have a morning routine just don't wake up and just be like oh well I really wish I could be this and just not do anything you know it have it. Work it's so like important that. so important yeah so definitely I would say um change your routine that's number one um, I would say number two is put in the action. And I mean a lot of action. Like yeah. the more action, the better. Don't be afraid just to absolutely smash it, yeah. go for it. Like you can do it, like anyone can do it. I, I'm not the most talented person, but I want to see someone working harder than me because I'm working so hard at the moment. <laughs> well, do you know what they say? Hard work beats talent, hands down. Yeah, they do yeah. say that, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. But hold on, there's a proviso there, there, Hayley. Um, that's not to say that you're not talented. You are. <laughs> so you've got talent <laughs> and you work hard. Yeah. She, yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll let you off. And um, also the third bit of uh, is it advice. Is that, yeah, I would say it's a small win because sometimes mm. it can be so daunting to think, what am I going to do uh, to get to my dream? But I don't think like that. I think, what am I going to do in the next 24 hours yeah. to get to my dream? So, mm. like, for example, now... I've got from when I put the phone down now till this mm. evening, how can I make the little baby steps? And even if it's something so small, because I'm not in the mood, just put those little steps forward all the time. So you're better than you were and more productive than you were the day before. I mean, that is so key. I, I really do think so. You know, having that routine, having the action, in, you know, and celebrating those small wins, it's, you know, it's doing those small steps every day. I think it's just yeah, so, but like, so important. Every day is different, isn't it? Because it's, it's easy to say that. And, and obviously, like, if you're listening to this now, you just think, well, that's all right for you to say. But actually, things go wrong every day. Yeah, of course they, of course do, they do. You know, like, And I'm human. I have like bad days. But there's still something you can move forward with. And I guess and the, the important thing that you mentioned, if you've got a routine, you can have an absolute rubbish day. But because you're yeah. in that routine, because you've got it, you know that the difficult decisions are all being already being made for you because you've got that routine in place. So you know that you can wake up with a headache or you can wake up not feeling so good, but because you don't need to think what you need to do, you just go ahead and do it because yeah. you've got that routine. It's so important. Yeah, exactly. It does. It changes your life. And if you can set mm. your routine, even if you could set one thing to do the next morning, if it's, you mm. know, if you're new to this, just one little thing, like one email to press send in the morning, yeah. then great because guess what? You'd have got to 11 o'clock and you wouldn't have sent an email at all. So exactly. just these little things, these little things, but sometimes it's just a bit daunting to to go after your dream because it's so massive. You just think, I don't know how on earth I'm going to get there. And that's exactly how I felt. 
you know, people don't think big enough and they need to think big, but it is that fear. It's the fear of not one being able to accomplish it, not knowing where to start and just not knowing what to do. But as soon as you start chunking it down, as soon as you get that support, whether it's friends, peers, mentors, coaches, or whatever it is, it's it's not doing it all on your own. It's, you know, it may seem that as a presenter that you're doing everything on your own, but I know for a fact that you, you don't, you know, you have people around yeah. you that help you. Yeah. You know, you know, there's people that you can leverage that you can go speak to or uh, ask for favors or will support you in your journey. It's not as if you're doing it on your own, but you know, and everybody knows that success comes from a, collabor- a collaborative effect. You can only go so far on your own, but then it does take teamwork. Yeah, exactly. I've got people around me that I work with and mm. I couldn't do it without them. You know, I work really well with people. I mean, I'm a team player, I would say. I, I love being part of a team. But I would say to any presenters or budding presenters right now, because I know what it was like when I started, I mm. didn't have a clue. And I, when people message me and ask, I always say, well, yeah, we're in lockdown or coming mm-hmm. out of lockdown now. And I had the opportunity to go into a community radio station or an ITV and shadow and stuff, which you're not going to probably be able to do at the moment, I would imagine. But Mm. you could do your own podcast. You could start interviewing people. You could, there's Mm. always a way. And actually Mm. that could go massive on YouTube. So yeah, things have changed now. Like there's so much you can do via social media and YouTube. There's a whole platform for for you Mm -hmm. as a presenter, really, if you absolutely put your mind to it. I was going to say I was recently being interviewed for another podcast myself. And the one thing that we spoke about was this lockdown, you know, and and what we've had this year. Everybody's saying the 2020 has been so bad. Actually, yes, in in ways it has. But in some ways it's been so positive because it's allowed a lot of creativity, innovation to come out from a lot of people, including myself. I mean, I don't think I would have started a podcast if it hadn't been for this year. I wouldn't have done as many videos, IG lives or created video content earlier if it hadn't have yeah. been for you know what's gone on in 2020. So in a way, we've got to really look at things positively. And like you said, you've got the technology in your hand. You know, the, you've, you've got more computing power in your hand than they had when they sent the rocket to the moon back in, in the 60s. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it's that kind of a thing. So, uh, you know, the, so really there are no excuses other than, I think, mindset and frame of mind. Yeah, definitely. And it's, um, I wish they could teach it to you when you were younger, really, you know, like in school or colleges, because... I didn't learn anything about that. I mean, I was always being quite naturally positive, mm. but I didn't understand the work ethic and I didn't understand that I had to train my brain. And yeah. I still train my brain every day because, of course, you just have days where you're just like, oh, and and it's like snap out of that and get focused. And I have to give myself a good talking to. <laughs> no, you have to. You have to. You've got to be your own loudspeaker, let's say. You know, you can't always have people around you. And sometimes it's up to you as an individual just to keep going and get going. Yeah, but it is important the people you have around you as well because, of course. you know, friends and family that really support you. I'm really lucky. I've got really lovely people around me and really supportive mm. people, you know, and I've done that on purpose because, you know, I'm I'm conscious of who I'm with because I don't want them to put me down or make me feel rubbish. So I'm conscious of people that are going to lift me up and I hope I lift my friends up. And, no, exactly. And I do. And like, we, we all help each other, you know, it's really yeah. important. Of course it is. I, 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 I totally believe that. Um Hayley, I want to say thank you very much for your time. Honestly, I could probably speak to you for the same much, I went, you know, because the thing is, I, I'm trying not to fanboy because in the end, like I said, I grew up in the 80s with, and you know, I haven't even talked about all your celebrities you've interviewed and stuff. And I'll leave that for another time and probably a private conversation. But, you know, the fact that you, you've spoke with Right Said Fred and, you know, Paul Young, Kim Wilde, you know, all these people I grew up with. So, uh, yeah, that's a conversation for another day, I think. But I think, oh, you know, what... 
what you've given today has been some real inspiration, some words of wisdom there. And I think for me, the takeaway, real takeaway is having that routine, because if you've got a routine, it will make things so much easier when you're having those difficult days. Yeah, definitely. But thank you, because you've helped me loads and inspired me. And, um, you know, that means a lot as well. So, you know, all these things help, don't they, and push you forward. So, and, and like you say, just one little tip sometimes that someone can say, you just think, oh, mm. yeah. And, and, and just even if one person's listening to this, it just changes their routine a little bit. Then brilliant, because I want to encourage as many people as I can to change their mindset, because I've seen firsthand it definitely works. Of course it does. Thank you very much, Hayley. Thank you very much for your time. My pleasure. And that was Hayley Palmer. I must admit, it was a wonderful opportunity to get to speak to her because I do know that she's very busy these days, especially with it being the end of the year and her being called upon for many projects. A big takeaway for me was actions. It's amazing to see how action-driven Hayley is. And this has come about from gaining those small wins with having those routines in place. And like we talked about, it's doing them on a daily basis. Having these small daily habits that provide the compound interest to provide the success that she's witnessed. Huge success really can come from the smallest amount of actions done on a consistent daily basis. And as much as actions count towards success, sometimes it's good to stop and reflect just to see how far you've come along, but also just to see whether those actions need to be modified and whether they need to be adapted or pivoted entirely to determine the next course of your success. And what better time than the end of the year? And as we're coming to the end of 2020, I thought what better way to end it than a clip from the movie New Year's Eve? And here in this short speech, we have Hilary Swank, who plays Claire Morgan, speaking about the true meaning of the day and what it means to reflect on our year. And she's urging the audience to stop and reflect. She explains that with every new year, we all have an opportunity to start again and be better and do better than we did before. So what are you going to do for 2021? Hello, I'm Claire Morgan of the Times Square Alliance and... As you all can see, the ball has stopped halfway to its perch. It's suspended there to remind us before we pop the champagne and celebrate the new year to stop and reflect on the year that has gone by, to remember both our triumphs and our missteps, our promises made and broken. The times we opened ourselves up to great adventures or closed ourselves down for fear of getting hurt. Because that's what New Year's is all about. Getting another chance. A chance to forgive. To do better. To do more. To give more. To love more and stop worrying about what if and start embracing what will be. So when that ball drops at midnight, and it will drop, let's remember to be nice to each other, kind to each other, and not just tonight, but all year long. Thank you. It's been an interesting 2020 and I wish you all the best for a happy new year and a wonderful 2021. Thank you for listening to the Second Success Podcast. I'm Dr. Rakesh Rana, The Clear Coach.